Happy New Year, y'all. I can hardly believe it is 2022. That is just incredible to me. And I don't know about you, but I really enjoy the new year. I really enjoy the opportunity, um, not just opportunity, the encouragement, the normal expectation that you'll take some time and kind of reflect back on the past year and look forward and hope and dream and plan for the new year ahead. I I really enjoy that process. Um, Maybe it's the counselor in me. I don't know. I'm a reflective person. I like to look back. I like to have goals and, and move things forward and have action plans. And the new year is a very natural time to do that. So I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas holiday. I hope you enjoyed your New Year's celebrations. And my friend, I hope that you are excited for 2022. I hope that this is a year that you will invest in your marriage, that you will grow with your kids, that you will deepen those family relationships. And I am honored that this podcast can be a part of that journey for you. And I'm really excited to see what God is going to do in your life. If we have a chance to connect, maybe on email or in the Facebook group, Um, but definitely through this podcast and through the lives that he is changing in this ministry. But today, my friends, we we're not necessarily going to take the time together to reflect back and look ahead. What we're we're going to talk about is to kind of zoom back a little bit and talk about how do we do that when it comes to our relationships? How do we evaluate where things are at, set some goals, and take action and move forward if we might be the only one that's engaged in that process. Because life gets busy and you might think something is super important while your husband's thinking, "Uh, you know, maybe sort of we'll fit it in when we can. Or your kids might be thinking, no way, mom, I don't want to add what you're talking about into our family routine. Um, Or you might be the only one noticing maybe some weak spots in your family discipleship strategies or in your marriage or in your own personal life or walk with the Lord or self-care, there's obviously thousands of different places where we might have goals. And we can sometimes get discouraged if it's a goal that includes other people and they are not necessarily involved or as engaged in the goal setting or action part of the plan. But what I have experienced, my friends, as a marriage and family therapist is that only one person in a relationship or in a whole family system, only one person needs to make a change for change to happen. And that's why I actually spend a lot of time in the counseling room helping even individual women set goals for their marriage or for their family, figure out action steps that will improve or strengthen or deepen those relationships. And even if it's only that one person in the family who's intentionally thinking about it, making a plan and creating change, by default, that will impact the people around you. So I'm really excited about this conversation today to not only encourage all of us to think about and actually take a few minutes (laughs) to invest in that process of kind of assessment for our family relationships, but to come together and talk about some helpful strategies to set goals and take action and equip ourselves to create the change that we might want to see in 2022 in our family relationships. So that is where we're going today. Let's dive in, my friends. 
Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. So even if you have already set your New Year's resolutions, you have your your goals, your plans for 2022, I hope that you will still take a few minutes of your day and listen to this podcast and some of my thoughts and recommendations about goal setting and taking action within particularly your relationships, your family life, um, which is shared, of course, with other people who you can influence, but you cannot control. And the reason is, even if you've already thought through some resolutions or some goals, we all know that those things tend to fall apart within, what, like a week or two of January 1st. Um, And actually, later this month in January, we will have a live challenge inside the Facebook group to kind of reconnect. Where were our goals? Let's refresh. Let's refocus. Um, Let's just kind of get back that momentum that we had at the start of the year. So definitely hop into the Facebook group for that ongoing encouragement with your goals and um, and your family life and the, the changes, the deepening that you want to see there. But even if you've already thought through it a little bit, it is something that should at least be in the back of our minds pretty much all the time. Things can always be moving forward, can be getting stronger, can be going deeper. And as soon as we start to feel comfortable, like, okay, things are good. I don't really need to work on these relationships anymore that is typically when things are most likely to start falling apart. And you guys know I have resources for that type of situation. You get stuck in a rut, you get stuck on autopilot, um, then sign up for the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. I have resources for that. But if we can avoid it in the first place, that's a lot more fun and a lot easier. So before we jump into um, some strategies around goal setting and creating change in relationships, even if it's one-sided, let me start with my usual disclaimer. It's still true in 2022. (laughs) I am a marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. None of the resources from Love Your People Well are professional or personal advice. And check out the link in the show notes for some of my thoughts about finding a great um, Christian counselor. So as we jump into this conversation, uh, let me just acknowledge that in a perfect world, you may have heard of creating a SMART goal, S-M-A-R-T, a specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, timely goal, a goal that is super detailed and very specific. And in an ideal world, that's the type of goal we want to set, something that's not just vague and abstract, but that we can actually create change around, we can control it ourselves. And I do see value in that. That's fine. But in real life, friends, come on, we all know that we have goals that are very broad and very vague and heavily dependent on other people. It is not real life to have smart goals all the time. And I think we often give up on our goals in part because partly because we haven't defined it very well. Uh, We've maybe said, you know, gosh, I really want to have better family relationships. But that might mean something very different for me 
I'm married. I have three two-year-olds in my home. My relationships with them are going to look different than if you might be in a situation where um, you are married and you have two stepkids who are in high school and you just got pregnant with a new child. You know, those relationships should look different than my relationship with some toddlers. And so, yes, we need to get a level of specificity, but we need that to be in our own words and in a way that makes sense to us, that motivates us, that encourages us, not just sounds good on paper. And we also sometimes get discouraged because the things we want to change include other people. I might want a stronger marriage or better communication in my marriage. I might want my kids to have uh, better obedience, you know, to listen to the rules and learn how to follow the rules. And I can change what I do, but I can't change the other person. That is the piece that we are pressing into today. And I do want us to remember, I'm talking about, okay, one person can set a goal and make a change. But ultimately, if there are changes that you think are necessary in your family life and in those relationships, the one person who can accomplish that is Jesus Christ. So have that conversation with him first and foremost. His Holy Spirit can change your husband's heart in a way that your goals and action steps and everything you do cannot have that same impact. The Holy Spirit is the one who can convict our kids, convict our husband, change their hearts. Even the best mama in the world does not have the power to do what Jesus can do. So I do want us to keep ourselves grounded in Christ as the center of any sort of change that we might be longing for or thinking about for our family. That doesn't however, mean that we can kind of get off the hook of having our own goals, taking action, investing, trying to make changes that we believe really would be good for our family. So let's walk through together a five-step process for setting goals about real relationships, relationships that get messy and where there's emotion and where we see each other day in and day out at our best, at our worst, relationships where You might be gung-ho about this goal and other people are thinking, eh, it's not that important to me personally. Real life and real relationships. These are, (laughs) this is the context where we are trying to set some goals today. So the first step is to figure out that goal and write it down. Don't try to make it all fancy and pretty. It just needs to be what you are thinking, but to actually see it in the world, in your own handwriting, on a piece of paper. Now, this might be a very vague goal, and that's fine. Do you want to laugh more as a family this year? That is a great goal. Do you want to have a family dinner twice a week? Okay, that's a little more specific and totally fine. That's a great goal. Do you want to have a date night every Thursday, once a month, uh, regularly, but you don't know what that would really mean? (laughs) Those are all perfectly fine goals. Do you want your family to start uh, volunteering somewhere or serving at your church together? Maybe you don't know what that would look like or what's available, but you want that service time as a family. That's a great goal. So this could be specific. This could be vague. It doesn't matter. That first step is just to think about, okay, with where my family's at today, what is my goal? And sometimes our goal is I'm really enjoying how this thing is going, this new family routine, or this um, way of doing family discipleship. And so my goal is, I want that to continue. I want that to become a habit. I want that to be like the normal 
part of our 2022 where we're not even thinking about it anymore. We're just enjoying it and growing from it. It doesn't necessarily have to be change. It might be something very specific that you want to continue. But that first step is to write it down in your own words, no matter how specific or um, broad that goal is, write it down. And then our second step is to get detailed about what your life, your family life will be like when that goal happens. So let's just take my first example. You might have a goal. I've heard this goal before. I think it's a fabulous goal. You might want to laugh more with your family this year. We just want to have more fun this year. We're always so busy. We're always stressed out. I want to have fun. I want us to laugh together. So get detailed about what would life look like when that happens. What would you be feeling if you're if you could say, yeah, my family has fun together? What would that feel like? What would your relationships look like? What would your day-to-day life look like? How would it change? What impact would this goal have on your husband, your kids, um, whoever it might be? What would it, impact would it have on you? And actually getting detailed and writing that down, almost like a little story, um, like a journaling exercise, picturing it in your head. Some of us are very visual. Some of us prefer to write, but um, you know, picturing that, kind of walking through a little movie in your head. What would life be like when this goal has been met? And that often is a, a turning point in helping us get a little more specific about this goal for my family. Because like I already said, my goals with my husband and my triplets, who are two years old, are probably very different from a blended family who has some high schoolers and a newborn. <laughs> we might all want to laugh more this year, but I'm going to be laughing with a lot of cartoons and you're probably going to be laughing, figuring out some healthy YouTube channels that your kids might engage with or you know whatever that might look like. So we all know that the nuts and bolts are going to be different. But the more that you can can visualize and kind of have a a hope-filled vision of what this goal would really mean for your family, well, now you're going to see where is your motivation to work toward this goal. Um, It might help you engage other people, your husband or maybe older kids in helping you work on this goal. You don't need to worry about the smart aspect of it. It doesn't need to be measurable or some super time-specific thing. Just keep it in your language with your family, with your people. It needs to feel good for you and it needs to feel possible for you. So our third step here is to break down that goal and that vision. You've kind of thought through what would life look like if this goal actually happened. Start breaking that down into action steps. And I don't just mean for you. Uh, Right now, we're still kind of in that ideal zone. Like if my husband did X, that would help us meet this goal. If my toddlers did X, that would help us meet this goal. And some things on this list will be things that you could have control over that you could directly influence. And some things on this list might be pure miracles of God. You might be thinking, okay, yes, we need You know, my goal is to laugh more with with my family this year, to have more fun as a family this year. And my husband just lost his job and we might um, we might have to foreclose on our house. You know, that that's a very serious, very uh, negative, disappointing, like life is hard in that moment. And a goal then around we want to laugh more and have fun. 
one of those action steps might be God needs to give us the money to pay our mortgage. God needs to give us a job. God needs to get us on the same page, forgiving each other for the pain and hardship that has happened in the past. So I don't know what the goal is. You know this goal that is important to your family, to your relationships. You know how that would really impact you, how it would change your life and how it would impact your kids and how it would move things in a new direction, a deeper direction, a better direction. So start breaking that down into action steps, but don't worry about who is going to do what or what might be realistic or not realistic. The third step is just to brainstorm. If these 10 action steps happened, we would probably laugh more as a family. Or, you know, maybe you have that goal for your marriage around, you know, we haven't had a date night in six months. I want us to have a date night more regularly. And you've thought about what would that mean for your marriage? How would that impact your kids? How would that make you feel on a day-to-day basis as a woman, as a wife? Um, You know, you've thought through all that. You have a vision for what impact this would have. Okay, so start breaking it down into action steps. In your crazy life, what might need to happen to have some sort of regularity for a date night? So those are our first three steps. And you're probably noticing we're getting a little more specific as we go on. So step number four, you've got this kind of brainstormed list of action steps. Now you can look at those action steps and make a plan. So highlight the ones that you can directly control. Um, You know, you want your family to laugh more this week, or not this week, this week would be a nice start, but this year you have that goal, you want to have more fun together, you've been so stressed lately, so maybe one action step you could take is you're going to make sure that there is always one night free on the schedule, the family calendar, that nobody has an obligation so that you at least know we've got some space, we're not going to be quite as stressed. You may have a level of control over that. You may have a, a goal an action step there about, okay, we've got these teenagers in the house and we want to have fun with them. We don't want them to be on their phones all the time. I'm going to do some research for some funny, you know, clean, appropriate movies that we could watch as a family. And now we've got a list that we can pull from when we have that time together. So highlight the action steps that you could directly control. Those are the ones that you want to really, we're going to really emphasize in step number five, because There might be some action steps on there that, you know, your husband could do or your kids could do. Um, And if they're engaged in that, if they're bought in, if they're excited about it, then that's awesome. Yes, have them highlight the ones they could do. But you're going to have the most success focusing on where can you control what's happening. Now, of course, you can never completely control what's happening in the world. You might have a great plan for a date night and then your babysitter gets sick or, you know, Uh, whatever happens, that it falls apart. But there are things that we can have a pretty predictable level of control over. So first you're highlighting, this is, these are the action steps that I can personally say, I'm going to put this on my to-do list. I'm going to add this to my life. This is something I can do. And then you want to highlight what are the action steps that feel like it would take a miracle. And that might be something like the Lord needs to bring forgiveness between my husband and I. We just can't laugh if we have not forgiven each other for some horrible things that might have happened last year. Or the Lord might need to miraculously provide for us to pay our mortgage so we don't lose our home. Whatever it might be, 
these also might be items that someone else in your family could have control over, but they are not engaged or willing to take that responsibility. Um, you know, if, if your husband is just so swamped at work that he just doesn't have the time or the space to do any of these action steps, sure, it'd be nice to laugh more, but I don't have time to think about that. Then those might be some action steps where you say, well, yeah, he could do that, but he's not going to. He's not in a position where that is a priority for him. I just know it's not realistically going to happen. And so it winds up on that list of helpful action steps that feel like a miracle would be necessary. It feels like something out of your control. Now, these are really important because this becomes a prayer list. If you want to meet this goal in 2022, you want that regular date night, you want to laugh more as a family, you now have a list of action steps you can take. You don't need to worry about other people. You can do these things. And you have a list of action steps that you need God to intervene. You need him to handle it in whatever way he knows is going to be best. And you can be praying for those things to happen. And yes, if, if your husband or anyone else is willing and engaged, pull them in, give them some action steps. Like you don't have to do this alone, but sometimes we're in a position where just in real life and the busyness and the way relationships go, we might be the only one really invested in this goal at this time. So those are our first four steps. Action step number five, okay, for the goal setting process, real life, real relationships, all of that, all that's left is to put those action steps into your daily, weekly, or monthly schedule. Now, if you guys have listened to the podcast before, then you've probably heard me mention the Hope Planner. That's the planner I use. They have a daily version. I use the weekly version. And this is the perfect time when I pull out that planner and plug those things in. Write down that goal at the top of every month or maybe on every page. You know, it depends on what your planner looks like. <laughs> Write that down. Keep that visible and in front of you and add those action steps in. Maybe you're adding them into your prayer list because it's something that you cannot control or you're putting it into a to-do list for yourself or a reminder for yourself on certain days or certain weeks. Whatever those action steps are, sometimes they're very specific and sometimes it's more a reminder for yourself. If every day I can focus on things I am thankful for instead of things that are frustrating me, my family is probably going to laugh more and have more fun. So that's not necessarily a to-do list item. You can't check that off the list, but that's a reminder for yourself. So whatever those action steps are that you can control, put it into your planner and your calendar. Put those reminders in front of you. Flip open the Hope Planner or whatever planner you use, whatever calendar you have, and make that goal front and center. Make it pretty. Make it something you want to look at. <laughs> use some colored markers, you know, whatever. Um, and, and put those action steps in motion. You can do that as well with the prayer list. That's really the reason I love the Hope Planner because it keeps me focused on time with God and time in prayer. And then what's my schedule? What's my to-do list? It helps me prioritize in that way. And so some of these action steps toward my goals, which are really important to me, I think they need to happen, but I can't control them. They wind up week after week after week in the Hope Planner as part of my prayer list. And my friends, now we've got our five-step goal-setting process. 
So we started with just write it down, no matter how vague or broad it is, it doesn't matter. Write it down, get detailed for yourself about what life will be like when that goal happens, what you'll feel, what your marriage will look like, how your days will change, how your kids will change. Don't worry about making it all like fancy sounding. It just needs to be real for you. And then break that goal down. Step three, break that goal down into action steps. Brainstorm. Doesn't matter who's responsible for it, but if X happened, that would help us meet this goal. And then number four, take that list of action steps and highlight the ones you can control and highlight the ones that feel out of your control or it would really take God to make that happen. And then you can wrap that up with number five, putting those action steps into action. Put them in your calendar, put them in your to-do list, put the reminders in front of you. Now that might sound like a lot, friends, especially if you've already thought through some of your resolutions and you're thinking, Jessica, I don't have time for all of this. I, I can't pretend that this process wouldn't take a little bit of time. And if it's a big goal or a big problem in your family life, this might be a process that takes a good amount of time. But it might be something that makes sense to add it into that daily prayer time to just do one step a day and pray through it with the Lord and seek that clarity. If there are things that you want to change in your family, if there are elements of your relationships where you want to go deeper, you want to have more fun or more joy or more peace or more connection with your people, this is a process that is incredibly valuable. And I will point you to, I think I mentioned it earlier, a resource that we have at Love Your People Well called The Five Tools Every Busy Mom Needs to Move Her Family from Autopilot to Intimacy. And if you're struggling with what this goal might look like or um, just would like some kind of tangible support in walking through these five steps, um, the five tools are pretty closely aligned with what we've talked about today. So sign up for that free five-day email course. It's got some quick little videos every day. It's got a worksheet every day um, to figure out kind of what's going on for my family and how do we move forward in the direction that I want us to go. That link will be in um, the description here of the podcast, but you can also find it online with the full show notes for this episode. You can see kind of a summary of everything we talked about, a bunch of other links to other resources or other podcast episodes that are related to goal setting and family relationships. All of that is online at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero six zero, because this is episode 60. So friends, that's all I've got for you today. We've got this five step process, but let us circle back to where we started. The one person who can truly create change is Jesus Christ. Because he is in all and in control of all. And his plans, God's plans, are really what is best. We might have our goals. We might have our visions for our family. But God's plan is what we ultimately want to happen. So through this whole process, don't forget to be praying. Praying for wisdom and guidance. Praying for the Lord himself to step into your family and to move things in the right direction. We will have that little event inside the Facebook group in just a couple of weeks to kind of refresh, refocus on our goals. So if you're feeling stuck, 
you might feel great about it today. And 10 days from now, you're thinking, oh my gosh, this isn't going anywhere. Just hop into the group. That will be a fun and helpful time for all of us to come together and encourage each other around what those relationship goals are this year. And if you're curious about my goals this year, I am going to share those in Friday's um, little bonus episode, our Friday Faith Follow-Up. So make sure that you have hit the subscribe or the follow button, uh, whatever app you use, they use different language, but hit that follow button so that it'll pop right up in your podcast library on Friday. And um, you can hear a little bit about my goals and what they are going to look like in 2022. But for now, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.com.